After spending five years in the streets as a vendor, I realized that each man is in charge of whether they make it or break it in business. I've put together pragmatic business nuggets for entrepreneurs that have sustained me in the most uncertain economic times. Join me on this journey to impart this business wisdom to the movers and shakers. Together, let's build a strong network of entrepreneurs who break limits. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Ask Jerry with Chad Vendor Show. We have with us Jerry Nyazungu to continue the discussions and questions that we have about entrepreneurship. Welcome, Mr. Nyazungu. Hi, Shami. Thank you so much for having me. Right. So, we're just going to go right into it. Um, we have a question. Our first question this week is from Michelle, who is in Blawayo. Hi, Michelle. And she's saying, um, on your last show, you talked about brand awareness. Please share a strategy of building brand awareness in an economy like ours, where you most likely find a dozen or so people doing the exact same thing that you're doing. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Hi, Michelle. She's in from Bulawayo. Hi. So what uh, brand awareness, you need to put up your brand. And there are two kind of brands. Let's say as an entrepreneur, you don't need to be stuck to your company brand only, but also talking of the your own brand. Because I believe that if, Shami, if you're going to get into business, yes. the people who would want to support you first are from your power base, which means your friends, your churchmates, your family, uh, everyone who is close to you or your former schoolmates, they would want to support you. Why? Because they know they you. know you already. So if you start a business today, let's say you are starting something, um, any business which you are starting, first utilizing power base. So what it means now is instead of you focusing mainly maybe on a company or your Facebook, let's say for example mm. we are using digital marketing to for brand awareness. Yes, you can open your company page. All right. Start posting something there. But you're never going to get enough traction on your page. Why? Because this is a company page. But if you start posting something about your company on your personal page, people can relate because they know Shami from high school. All right. They know who they Shami know, is. They know who Shami is. They know who you are. And uh, those people are the first people to support your brand. You can, if your brand is not known, by your close associates. Mm -hmm. How is it going to be known no, by the foreign who don't, yeah, know you. who don't even know you? So the first thing which you're supposed to do is to say, I've noticed many people, they're busy posting about their family, posting about their holidays in Hawaii, in Kariba. People don't care about that. Are you Why sure? can't you just start posting? Out? Yes, you can have as many likes as you can, okay. hundred thousands of them if you post your nice picture. But is it going to get you money? No. What about if you post your nice picture whilst you're wearing your branded, uh, maybe the branded dress, branded t-shirt, it's going to, you're putting brand awareness there, but whilst the people, they want also to see Shami the person. So I'm saying if you're going to utilize your Instagram, if you're going to utilize your Facebook, beat YouTube, ETC, number one, start by building your personal brand. Then your personal brand is the one which can also catapult your company brand. Like uh, what we are actually doing here, yes. the third vendor is all about Jerry, but you'll be amazed with the amount of money which we realize or the amount of support which we are getting from my former schoolmates, from my family, 
from my former, even the current churchmates, yes. uh, business, uh, workmates, etc. Those people, they can relate. And when they Google Jerry, it's easy to find an MNJ. Right. So it's all about building my personal brand at the same time building the company brand. When a company brand is reached somewhere else now. Yes, where it can now stand on its own. Yeah, like right now, MNJ can now stand on its own. Mm -hmm. I'm now leaving MNJ to do their own thing whilst I'm now working on my chartered vendor brand, working on its own. Why? Because the brand is now somewhere else, somewhere. Like, but I haven't reached that stage. Wait. Because I want to reach where Insco is. You look at your chicken ins, your Econet. Econet right now, people still relate Econet to Strive Masiwa. Because why? Strive in his own right is, is a brand. All right. So, Michelle, you need to start posting about your business. Even when your status, post about your business. People, they must know your hustle. People, they must know your brand. So, remember, personal brand starts at first, then the company brand. These things... It's very difficult to separate maybe the founder from the uh, the company on its own. Okay, so it's a natural state of our culture to be very secretive about what you're doing because you know you don't know who's gonna steal your idea or who's you're afraid going to of take the it. witch. <laughs> you're afraid <laughs> of the witches, but you need to put yourself out there. Exactly. Use your own personal brand. Use your power base. You know, the power base is the people that you know and the people that know you, and those will help catapult your brand into an actual standalone business. Brand. Exactly. Right. Thank you very much for that insight. Uh, next. Hiring. I feel like people really are interested <laughs> in hiring and employees. Like, this is the second question that we're getting. Um, so this one is from Timothy, mm -hmm. and Timothy is in Victoria Falls. Hi, Timothy. How is Monsieur Tunya? <laughs> so he's saying, Mr. Jerry, I've been hiring qualified people to help me with my small business, and all they have done is increase the cost of running my business without adding much value. I saw that you once posted a vacancy where you said a degree was not <laughs> an added advantage. Please note, he said it was not, not an, an added, added advantage. advantage. Please explain why you believe that and how I can hire people without looking at their qualifications. And then what do I look at if I'm not looking at their qualifications? Thank you so much for that question. I said this. Timothy. Timothy from Vicfors. Yes. Uh, thank you, Timothy, for that question. Hiring, I know that's the biggest headache of each and every entrepreneur because you can have a good vision. I know most of the people they've hired, uh, like what Timothy is saying, you might end up even failing to fill that vacancy because we believe that. I don't think it works. All right. The thing is, hiring is uh, something in this uh, 21st century. You cannot hire based on a degree, based on a diploma, etc. But you need to see someone who can execute the job. I think you've got many journalists qualified, yes. but they are beaten. They are overshadowed by people who have never studied journalism. journalism you've got people who have never studied uh, sales, but uh, my best sales people, I've got uh, 13 sales people. Okay. Only one has got uh, studied sales, All right. but he's not even the best. The best people I have, they've never studied sales. Because of our education, our education is now more theoretical, theoretical than practical. Than practical. So I would also age universities, uh, colleges, even if these guys are going for an attachment, I believe that sales is practical and um, you cannot, uh, like, it's like learning swimming at a university. Okay. Sitting in a class, 
getting knots of how, how to, to swim. swim. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. So I believe that when you're hiring now, you need to test. Uh, number one is attitude. Yes. Hire for attitude, then you can later train for skills. Because most of the founders or most of the uh, entrepreneurs, they already know what needs to be done. Be done. Mm -hmm. But it, for you now to train someone, someone to else. also do the same, that's where the, 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 it's most it's difficult. So you need someone with good attitude, someone who can be taught, someone who is willing to listen, and someone who is willing to go a step further. Because for you to learn a new skill today, you need to sacrifice time. Mm -hmm. If you want to know about sales, I believe that like sales is practical, accounting is practical. I think every job at the end of the day is more practical. practical yes. So you need now to spend a lot of time, even those Hollywood actors, they spend hours and hours racing just a one minute uh, like a clip. Yes. So you can, that's what you're supposed also to do. You need to be passionate about what you want to do. Hire the motivated people. Don't try to hire and motivate them with money. That's the biggest mistake of most of the people. Really? You money think you can motiv motivate? No. They are, they are motivated people. Mm -hmm. If someone, even someone is getting less, yes. they are always motivated. They can smile at you mm -hmm. whilst they're not even getting their Anything? salary. Okay. Because what is driving them is not the salary. They are already motivated. They are people with a good attitude. You can train skills, I mean, mm -hmm. but you can't train attitude. It's difficult to train okay. someone attitude. So I'll just give you maybe a trick of hiring. Okay. If you've got good offices, start hiring your people maybe in, uh, just tell them that you don't even have an office. Just to measure their attitude. attitude. Are they interested in your offices or are they interested in, in the, the job? job? And sometimes find a friend with nasty offices or with uh, industrial areas and tell them that this is your workplace. This is where you're going to work from see their attitude are they willing to do whatever it takes in order for them to okay, get a to job okay. sometimes use uh methods which are not typical like your desk interviews those are now common it's all over the internet i how think they are, yes you know you, what, are, what are your weaknesses yeah, there are over 100 questions of how to do how to get to an interview mm -hmm. i think also we now have experts of designing CVs. Yes. People are coaching people to do interviews. So someone can be coached to, to, to answer your questions and you might think, I found that guy. But it's not about those questions. I also want to encourage him to not to do one interview. Yes. I usually do five stages of interview. Five. So before I meet you, I can interview for more than five times. Okay. There's a young girl I've, I've uh, recruited, I think, last week. What I did, she, she came to into my inbox and she said, I want, I want, uh, it said that she wanted an attachment or a full-time job. Then I said, why do you want a full-time job whilst on an attachment? Then she said, no, I'm paying my school fees on my own. Mm -hmm. So to me, already that's a good indicator. Someone who is responsible, who is willing to pay her own school fees, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I said, why, why do you want to pay your own school fees? Then she said, no, uh, my parents, they passed on, so oh, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm staying alone. Um, so all those I'm, I'm interrogating. Then I say to you, okay, interview starts now. I send a book, How to Be a Rainmaker. That was um, around uh, 9 p.m. I want it done by 6 p.m. 6 p.m. she was done. And I said, send me three minutes, a video explaining what you've learned from that book. She sent a good video. So that's what I want. Then later, uh, after one day, yes. I just uh, went dark. After one day, I gave her another assignment. Yes. I wanted her to do about 20 videos. 
and I gave her that assignment at 10 p.m. She also finished that job. The 20 videos. 20 videos. Talk about then we met now for the interview. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot to test. When she came here, I just said to her, go to Shitungweza flyover. That's another test. You see, she never questioned me. Why am I doing this? Why am I reading a book? Why am I doing 20 videos? Why am I going to, to Julius Nyerere? So I know that that's my person. That's the person I want. I never asked anything about sales. Okay. But I just know that this person can excel in a job. Then she actually said, no. I said to her, no, why do you need a full-time contract? Why should mm -hmm. I give you a full-time full contract? contract yes. Then she said, no, I think I can I can attend my studies whilst I'm on, uh, on a block release. We gave her a contract. Already she's now working as a, as a permanent employee. That's okay. That's how I interviewed her. I hope Timothy is, uh, you've also had a bit of tips of how to interview. Yes. So and your interviews mustn't be predictable. Always have something which can amaze someone. Okay. Right now, I'm shocked with the people we are having, the caliber or the kind of people we are having. It's To me, it's actually annoys or it disturbs me mm -hmm. when someone comes for an interview. Yes. He or she doesn't even greet the people who are working there. And you don't even know who is going to interview you. And most of the times I've disqualified people because they failed to greet me. When Sometimes I'm the one who's supposed to open the elevator for them. Uh -huh. I'm the one who's supposed to greet them. I'm the one who's supposed to open the door in the fourth floor where we are situated for them. For them to come up, yes. So wh why do I need that person? I don't even need them, even be it accounts, be it HR, be it a tax consultant. Attitude is the first. All right. So, Timothy, uh, attitude one, two, you know, make your interviews creative. Exactly. Interview for what you need. Mm -hmm. If what you need is an accountant, absolutely, give them messed up figures and ask them to fix exactly. it. Exactly. If what you need is a salesperson, give them a pottery thingy and tell them to go and sell it. Mm -hmm. Interview, test for what you need. Exactly. Thank you very much for that. Uh, this one. This one, I feel it's a bit controversial. You know, there are people in the school of thought that say it's not important anymore, it's obsolete. Uh -huh. And then there are others that say it's still important. Yeah. This one, uh, it just says, Mr. Jerry, uh -huh. what are your thoughts on a business plan? <laughs> Those long 20-page documents mm -hmm. that we fill with guesses as some of the information needed in those documents is not readily available in our country. Oh, yeah. Business uh, plans. To me, business plans. Yes. Reports. Meetings. Yes. They fill in the same category. Uh, like if my guys give me a report which is one page, one page long, yes. that's creative writing. Okay. It's not a report. It's someone just trying to create... Uh, to write out, uh, to just maybe writing an essay. To fill a page. Exactly. So, about a business plan now. Business plans, if you are going to go back to the history, mm -hmm. it was uh, first demanded, mm -hmm. I think it was in America, the banks were the first ones to demand business plan. Was they were saying, you can't take a loan or we need to know what you want to do. You start getting your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats. Yes. To me, uh, I will talk uh, personally, I've never written a business plan of any business which I have uh, got into. Why? The moment I start writing something, mm -hmm. I start to see, okay, I've got weaknesses. But isn't it good to be able These to... These are my weaknesses. weaknesses. 
Yes, it's, it's okay. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. The first rule of soul says I always agree with the client. <laughs> but anyway, if I agree with you, yes, mm -hmm. I need to know my, my weaknesses. I need to know the threats. Yes. But sometimes when you are busy writing all these things, are you motivated to start your business or are you actually demotivated? You become demotivated because yes. why? You're going to say the economy of Zimbabwe is not conducive for business. The political environment is not stable. That's what you're going to write. Yes. The current is not stable. Uh, the employees also, I think we're talking about, about the employees. employees. Uh, very, very difficult to find employees. Already you're going to quit before you even start. So to me, I think if you've got an idea, just push it out there. Okay. Just start. I think Nike said just do it again or repeat. I think that is one of the best punchlines. Just, just do it. So if you if you if I want to get into business, just do it. A business plan, yes, is going to help you writing all those projected cash flows, which are never going to meet. So I, I think uh, a business plan, yes, it's okay, but it's a big disadvantage for especially entrepreneurs coming out of Africa. Quit writing business plan just to start your business. You find the challenges whilst you're in, the in it. Entrepreneurs, quit writing your business plans. Just start and you can continually improve as you go. Thank you very much. We'll take a short break and be right back. Welcome back to uh, the second part of our show. Our next question is, selling your products to the right people can change your life. Mm -hmm. What's your advice on how to sit at the table with the people that you need to sell your products to, to change your life? Oh, thank you so much. I think in the last show, mm -hmm. we said, uh, do you still remember? What did you About say? the contract and the contact. Yes, relationships. Yeah, relationships. So when you're sitting at the right table, uh, I believe uh, business is all about networking. So you must be out there. If you're the owner of the business, don't spend time in the office. Uh, if you're the managing director, especially when things are hard, the economy is hard, spend most of your time in the market, meeting mm -hmm. your customers, meeting your clients, meeting your potential clients. So if you know this skill of selling, uh, it actually says, you need to have all these contacts. I think personally, I told you that mm -hmm. each and every day when I wake up, I'm hunting for at least 10 contacts a day. Uh, today, I think I've done seven so far. So far. So and it's Saturday. Uh, I want at least 10 contacts because we need to have um, all these contacts. When I get the contact now, I need to meet that person. I need to make business. So it's all about learning how to network, learning how to meet people. Yes, sir. Uh, if you are continuously feeling, I usually call it a pipeline. A pipeline okay. is um, getting these prospects. A prospect is someone who's got potential to buy from your to business or to customer. do your business with mm -hmm. yeah, or a client. So you really need to be, when you're at the table with these people, you don't need to lose an opportunity. Uh, when you go to golf with a client, you're not there to play golf. When you go for a dinner with a client, you're not there to eat a lot of uh, food. It's a mistake to order two course meal uh -huh. when you're going, you've gone for business. Why? You just need a small, focus on the on ball. The talking. Exactly. And also sometimes, uh, I've, I've got an example. Yes. I think um, there was a book which is written by Jeffrey Fox. He said, 
this guy had gone for a meeting. When the deal was about to be closed, do you know what happened? Tea spilled. On the contract. And it affected the servers, the big servers of that company. And the client said, come to back tomorrow. He never heard from that client again. again. What had killed the cell? It was just a cup of coffee. So sometimes, usually I train my people that when you go to a client, stay focused. Maybe take water. Don't even take food. Okay. Focus on the ball. The ball is the client. The ball is the deal. When you, and the client just says, I, I need the product, shut, shut, shut your mouth, take the order, leave. Mm-hmm. The other problem is after a client has accepted your, your, your offer, yes. you are You're still, there. still talking, continuously talking. You see the client who starts saying, oh, I just go back to that deal. Uh, I think I had another yeah, question. Something question. wasn't clear. Can you, can you clarify this so part? Go, take that Once order, you have your leave. Yes. Go. So when even when you sit with a client mm-hmm. in a hotel or in a cafe, if you have noted, I think maybe you have noted it. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm the first one to arrive. When I arrive, I make sure that my customer is sitting fa- facing the walls. Why? Because if they're going to face the public. Sometimes they're going to meet, there are a lot of obstructions, they're going to meet their friends, people are going to start disturbing. Once you're about to close a deal, they're going to get disturbed. So there are rules when you go out for a function and don't be big for, too big for people. Mm -hmm. Get as many business cards as you can. You don't know who is going to become your next client. You also don't know, someone can be an attache now, someone can be uh, a janitor now, tomorrow they can wake up millionaires. So if you've got their contacts whilst they're still a janitor, they are going to respect you more when you start uh, inquiring for business whilst they are now CEOs. So I just say relationships are going to be very vital in business. You can't build your business whilst if you hate people, you are never going to be a good entrepreneur. Because so your money, be yes, intro, uh, you can be, I used to be an introvert okay. in my early days, but I learned now that no, I need to be an extrovert. I need to go out. If I post something on Facebook, if I post something on Instagram, even if people condemn my post, even if people are going to be negative. Oh, you are the controversial vendor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you need now to, actually, they say controversy sells. So, and do you know that there's also no, there's not, a, there's no negativity publicity. Mm-hmm. People, they think uh, if someone says something about negative about me, ah, no. Yeah, the one who is actually in Shona, they say during that time. So what I want just to say to the to someone who asked this question, mm-hmm. please, when you're at a meeting, when you've got a potential clients, there are rules. And also, never negotiate a deal whilst you're standing. Why? You will never close that deal. Why? Negotiate a deal whilst the client is seated. Okay. That's a rule of selling. When someone is standing, try to sit them down. Never ask for an order when someone is standing. Usually, you lose that deal. Okay. And that's an interesting tidbit, hey. And also, there are rules also when you want to on the phone. Yes, most of the people they think selling on the phone is faster. You're going to spend uh, because in, when you're using a phone, you might hit 20, 30 calls in an hour. Yes. But visiting a client sounds so expensive. You want to drive there, congestion, etc. But when you face, meet your client face to face, it's usually easy to close them. Because number one, someone when someone is on the phone, yes. imagine someone you're calling someone. Someone can even say, hi, yes, 
yeah, mm, I'm understanding you. No, I can get not. you. But they are not even getting you and they don't even care of what you are saying because they're they busy. Maybe I'm actually on my laptop, busy doing my work. Mm -hmm. I don't even give. And someone just say, send it on the email. You are done. You're going to lose. Mm -hmm. But when you get to someone's office, you can easily see that this person is not even attending to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You can easily bring them back into and the conversation. Exactly. To say, no, I think what I'm now speaking, they are not attending to me. How can I bring more attention to what I'm actually saying? So, visiting, meeting clients is very crucial. Meeting your customers is very crucial. If you want to close more deals, start arranging as many meetings as you can in a day. Okay. That is very crucial for a business. You need to meet your customers where they are. Exactly. see what they need and what you can offer them. And also what they like. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a rule called POGO formula. Okay. It's POGO. It's a people. You're in a people business. Number yes. One. O, the, another O is for the organization. G is for the goals. O, another O is for the obstacles. Mm -hmm. So when you're getting into a meeting, yes. Firstly, when you get into someone's office and I get to someone's office, I say, wow, your office is very nice. Eh? He, when I see even maybe we've got kids, I say, no, eh, your kids are beautiful. ATC. Why? I, I'm trying to build a relationship. relationship. Remember, we want to build a relationship. So this person starts to feel good. If someone likes, when you see a, maybe a golf bag, mm -hmm. what are you going to say? Oh, wow, you, you play, play golf. golf. I also play golf. Where do you play? I play a Chapman. Ah, one day we can play golf. It has got nothing to do with business, but it's going to build a rapport. You're now, you're now at the, you find something where you can click. When someone is wearing a Manchester City jersey, just say, oh, wow, you support Manchester City. Maybe I support Manchester United, or I also support Manchester City. You build rapport. Then after that, the another O now, mm -hmm. the organization. Oh, okay, when did you start your company? Remember, we also said sales is all about asking quality questions. questions yes. When you ask questions, you control the conversation. Like right now, you're the one who is controlling, controlling the, the conversation. conversation. Because you are the one who is asking. Mm -hmm. When you start seeing yourself speaking more when you're selling something, you are now the one who is going to be sold. Yes. You are no longer controlling the conversation. So the rule of speaking to a client is actually 53-47. Yes. As a salesperson, speak 47%. The, the person, client. the client... 53%. Oh, when did you start your okay. organization? How many people do you have? How many branches do you have? Ask, how was there? Why did you start this organization? We, yeah, you are not getting all the, all the feedback. You get information that exactly. you need to craft the order that is specific to that. Point. Exactly. Now on the G, mm -hmm. the goals yes. of the organization. In five years, where do you see what this you organization? This year, what do you want to achieve, guys? ETC now, ETC. Then when you go to the last O, yes. it's the obstacles now. For you to get there to this vision, which obstacles which are going to think you're going to get? So if you're a problem solver like me, a consultant, now I can see, okay, fine. I think my people, the people are going to affect, I think that's uh, Timothy from Vicfors. Vicfors, yes, the yeah. hiring of the people. Yeah, hiring of the people is going to affect. Then I say, no, I've got a formula for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I think it's all about the economy. Then I'll see how I can address that. So that's a POGO formula. It's a secret of uh, a, 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 to conduct a good sales meeting. All right. Yeah. As you can see, Mr. Nyazungu has a lot of information on it's sales. Jerry, not you Mr. Should. Nyazungu. We Jerry. have this conversation to be fair. <laughs> Jerry has a lot of insight. And if you need more on that particular sales insight, you should absolutely, you know, go for one of his masterclasses and then you have much more information. Right now, we're only getting bits and pieces because yeah. of our time. Moving on to the final segment of this show.
insight into Jerry. This is, like I said, the part where we now find out more about what makes him him. Yeah. Today's question is, can you tell us a bit about a time you almost gave up? How did you manage to carry on and what gave you that booster shot to just keep going? Okay, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I think I'll first maybe get uh, when I was a little boy. Mm -hmm. I, I was diagnosed with asthma, I think three months, and my brother also was asthmatic. So at our school, we're not allowed to play sports. We're not allowed because to do asthma. work because of asthma. We're the only ones who are allowed to wear tracksuits, not even to, we're even allowed to not to wear uniforms because of our condition. But um, I was about to give up when I was going to my Form 1 now, from grade 7 to, to, my, form, school, yes. to my high school Form 1 at Marisi Brothers Nyanga. Um, because why? The treatment I was getting, mm. I know always being given a tag. Uh, when you want to fight someone, remember your kids. <laughs> you're sick. You're sick. I'll kill you. Like you're the sick There's one. There's a no, guy who actually said, I'll kill you. I'll child. kill you as sick. And mm -hmm. when you try to contribute something, sick people get away from here. Exactly. And uh, yeah. it's a tag which I didn't like. And uh, it affected me, even my grades. Yes. I, was, I, I believe I was intelligent at one point. But um, it affected me. It affected my self-esteem. Even my confidence became low because always when I want to... Everyone just when I, when, made was, Jerry the sick boy. Exactly. Remember, my mother went to the school and she said, I don't want him to participate in sports. I don't want him to participate in general work. But it kind of affected me because yes. when people are doing general work, you're alone. Exactly. You're always standing on and the outside. You're always alone. You Maybe with one or two people who are also sick that very day. So you become like a an SI unit of sick people at the school. Mm -hmm. So it affected me, it affected my confidence. Then I think the point where it turned around was when at the Damascus moment was when I went to Marista Brothers. And I said, okay, I'm going to meet boys. And you know at the boys' school is uh, it's, uh, the survival of the fittest. I, I still, Love the jungle. <laughs> it also reminds me when I was in Form 1, Form 2, uh -huh. we used to fight for tea. And uh, the big boys were the only ones who could, could, could get tea. The stronger ones were the only ones who could get tea because our tea break was about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we were supposed to struggle to get that tea that in 15, tea. 15 minutes. And my first two weeks, I never had tea in my boarding school. So that kind of changed me now. It brought you out... You uh, stronger. Exactly. So that's when I said, no, I no longer have asthma. I have to fight with these guys. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what changed me. And up to now, I don't have asthma. It's, I didn't have to get a doctor to tell, you. to tell me that I'm now asthmatic free. But now, right now, I hit the gym. I hit uh, heavy weights. I've never been affected by asthma. I ended up playing basketball. I, in Marist Brothers team, Manikal and team, I was also part of the under-18 basketball team. I was now uh, myself. And the other point was when I was a vendor. Mm -hmm. Yes, as a kid, I was affected. And as a vendor, being a vendor is tough, man. Yes, it's, it's hard. very tough. And um, especially when you experience this kind of uh, weather which was there, I think we experienced a cyclone Anna. Mm -hmm. Three days is raining. And Three you days you don't even have income. Yes. You remember, sometimes you're just surviving food to, food, food to mouth. So you're just getting that uh, that uh, small uh, money, small mm -hmm. amount of money. The money you're making in a yeah, day is what exactly, you're eating that's that what day. you're eating that day. So imagine three days is raining. Mm -hmm. So it was raining and police was on fire. 
police because I was sitting in front of the police, police station. station yes. Police was harassing everyone. They didn't want to see anyone. When you get that hour, police is now there. Or three hours, it's raining. It is. I said, ha. What kind of life am I living? Living, yes. What, and what? Uh, I still remember even crying to say, is it going to change? Is this my life? Is, is this, this my life? Why is it like this? How is it going to change? You start asking a lot of questions. But end of the day, you just say, I, I have to live. We have to just struggle and continue living. And uh, things are difficult. But uh, yes, I thought that uh, I was giving up. But I think it changed me to be who I am today. Mindset. Yeah, mindset. And uh, the people you have around also plays a big, big, big pivotal role. So what I want to say is uh, for someone who is out there, if you've got negative people around your life, please delete them. If you've got maybe your family members are negative, sometimes avoid seeing them. When your wife or husband Don't is negative. Don't delete family members. Just, you know, avoid for a little bit. You can even delete when your wife is negative, why do you want to keep them? Uh, because yes. there was something positive about them in the beginning. But someone can turn negative later. That's what also happens with even employees. Someone can be positive for five years. And then they then start going they down. They start now. going down. They start going under. What should you do? Cut them off. Well, as we've heard from Jerry, cut off anything that is negative. If it's your own mindset, Fix it, change it. Attitude is important in your own mindset, in your employees, in everything that you do. Attitude and mindset are important. Yes. Thank you very much for tuning in today. See you again next time.